my name on the back of my belt Believe there's a God to save me from hell And dirt roads are made for country boys like me They took her baby Don't believe in politically correct She had her baby If you want a piece of me CPS taker Better have a set A rifle and a four-wheel drive is all I need Okay, let's get me a rhythm. January. Nelson's gonna let him bleed today. He's going into shock. And it's good for you. Take your Terramax today. The president business enveloped by a cloud of drones descending from the sky. That's the most disorganized. I would never let my kids read Chronicle SU. Yep, I said Nelson's bleed today. And I'll say it right to the camera. Stop it. You want to do this right now? I write to the propaganda for the right wing. You are fake news. And I smoke in the weed. You're going to get the Terramax out. You're going to live a clean life. Yes, I go into a um, dissociative state because... You're tuned in to Hate Radio. Broadcasting all across the galaxy. Break out the Terramax and put your kids to sleep. Here's your host, Hello and welcome to a face-fucking new episode of Chronicle.su Hate Radio. Radio Hate is brought to you by Lebel Droker Pharmaceuticals, uh, a real pill mill operated by Lebel Droker Incorporated, uh, who brought you such life-enhancing products as uh, says here... The Privacy Buddy, a device that monitors you in your home to ensure everything you do stays absolutely private. Uh, It achieves this end by recording it around the clock, whatever you do, uploading uh, your behaviors to a server and checking your entire life against a hash to make sure there are no illegal copies of uh, that time you and your wife tried peeing on each other to see if you liked it. Privacy Buddy store... Wait. <laughs> Privacy Buddy stares on as you go through the most intimate and mundane of life milestones so it never gets out. With Privacy Buddy, no one has to know. Your secrets go with you to the grave. There, There's more to that, but I don't know what happened to it. It's going to be... It's going to be a big cocksuck of a show tonight uh out of the corner of my eye i'm like trying to check uh some of the chat and stuff to make sure that and uh they can hear me in irc because that's like where most of this conversation is happening am i too quiet i am i'm I'm too quiet we'll come up on the bullshit here all right now now we are ripping and roaring now we're now we're at full bore. What the fuck kind of a show are we going to do tonight? We're doing, uh, we're going to talk about, I don't know. All my notes are in the floor. I had to put all my notes in the floor because uh, I don't have furniture right now. Let's see, for centuries. Oh, no, that's the Terramax commercial. Oh, there's, there's a couple different things. Uh, there's a new uh, Terramax uh, summer edition. It's called the Summer of Sadness. By Lebel Jerker Incorporated. We're going to hear more from them at the uh, 
somewhere in the hour there. Um, somebody's going to bring animals. Oh, and uh, I'm really excited because we have a pet psychic on the show tonight. This motherfucker, uh, he can, you bring your pets to him and he knows, he knows what they're going through. This is something that he used to do full-time around the clock. He was professionally certified. Now, uh, after uh, the Wood Boys music project, I don't know what happened to that, but he's doing a podcast now, and it's called uh, OMG, So Random, Oh My God, So Random. Am I distorted? Is this sounding all fucked up? No, it only sounds as fucked up as as my voice, which is like, uh, I don't like to listen to it. So I keep having to check in because I haven't done this in so long. I don't even know if I'm doing it right. Let's see. I've got, uh, oh yeah. So, so he does this podcast, OMG, so random where every, uh, seems like every fucking day they're looking at a new Wikipedia article and, uh, and, they talk about it. I don't know if it's like a comedians in cars getting coffee or uh, like a Doug Benson getting dug with high kind of thing where uh, I don't think the focus is supposed to be on the actual, on the um, dead air. I don't know if it's supposed to be on the, if the focus is supposed to be actually on the Wikipedia article or if the Wikipedia article is just there kind of like as a toy, like uh like you're not even really supposed to focus on it, but god damn, dude, can you get through an episode of that comedians in cars shit? I mean, it's like every shot. It's it's stupid little music. It's the clinking of glasses. You're watching espresso get squirted at through a machine, and like I just want to hear a fucking conversation. I get it. They're having coffee. I I don't give a fuck. Okay, and anybody that you know, there's like nothing romantic about it, dude. It's a it's a shitty, filthy muddy little drug okay i don't give a, i don't want to hear them slurping it and i don't need to see shots of it to remind me that they're getting coffee it's just such a stu- it's so distracting and the music is getting louder all the time you can't even hear them talking over the sound of the fucking royalty free music that they're playing i don't know if it's royalty free maybe you guys know in in the chat if it's royalty free jamie we're gonna, uh, so we're gonna talk to him about it, but not about that. Or maybe we will. Maybe we'll, we'll fucking grill him on his process. And what, and, uh, getting dug with high, that's a fucking ridiculous show, right? <laughs> like, uh, just the, his sloppy dude's face looks like a plate of eggs, and the eggs are sliding off the plate. Notwithstanding. Just the way they do the show, it's like every five seconds the they've got to interrupt the flow of the conversation to talk about your weed history. When was the last time you got uh, like stoned on your principal's cock? And uh, you know what was your first time smoking pot? And oh, and did you know that they're going to legalize pot in Indiana? It's like, dude, you've got these C-list celebrities on your show. Fucking use them. Quit. Uh, how about hate sec? Um, actually be entertaining for once. Well, you know, you guys are polite enough to listen to this shit. I could at least have something good to say, right? But there's a... There's a... What happened? Heret, heretica? From, uh, from Fnet. 
is in big bad trouble after revealing all those social security numbers and uh, uh, credit card information and, and customer details at Capital One. I know some people that use Capital One and their shit was probably affected. And uh, I don't care. I don't, I, I'm more proud of the fact that I know this person on FNET who is in FBI custody than I give a shit about like what happened to their fucking, uh, you know, <laughs> you shouldn't have been banking at Capital One. Okay. You went to the guys like, what did you, what do you, how do you arrive at that shit? Do you just look into your downtown area, identify the biggest building and go in there for, to get ass raped? I mean, what the fuck? Don't use that shit. You don't need to, man. Have you ever walked into a credit union? And you go in there, and it's not like a bank, dude. It's not like walking into a bordello and picking out your fucking vampire to give you the gift of dark. You walk into a credit union, and it's, it's, it's like normal and calm. And, you know, they're just uh, sitting there. Um, Ham Flakes in the chat says that when he moves to a new town uh he finds the guy with the biggest dick and sucks him off now what is that is that like a is that how you uh assert your dominance in an unfamiliar situation it seems like out there in los angeles you would have already had plenty of time to sit on uh, any number of dicks and uh i'm gonna tell tank top to um retweet my latest tweet here Okay. And so, or maybe he did. Oh, he already did. Never mind. LOL. I think we're going to talk to listeners too. Yeah. Uh, he's going by the name on Twitter, by the way, of Hank Sex. Uh, and if we are taking callers, I need to go ahead and get Skype open here. We're, we were so prepared for tonight's show. They finally added a way to close Skype, so that was pretty cool. You know, after 15, 20 years of Skype being around, they they took away the close feature <laughs> and added it back by popular demand. Uh, not back by popular demand is the ability to have group calls between Skype motherfuckers and uh, phone call motherfuckers, but we're innovators here at Level Droker, and tonight we're going to be able to do that. So uh, you can call in later. And get your dick sucked right here on the show. Now, I like to do a filthy show where we talk about sit on dicks and uh, standing up and all the, the seed falls out of your loose asshole. Because I think that shit is funny. I, I think like raunchy stuff that um, you don't want to hear around your family member is like the funniest shit. Because I think <laughs> the best reactions I ever saw, like when I'd be a little kid watching filthy stuff... Um, with my parents would be when the extra filthy stuff came on HBO, right? And like you're watching Dennis Miller or something and, and they're talking about sucking cocks and swallow and jizz and stuff. And it comes out of the blue, like nobody was prepared for it. And like everybody acts shocked. It's like, dude, you know what we're watching. Don't make me go in the other room right when it gets fucking interesting, right? When they're finally saying something real, I want to, I want to stay around for the, the slobber talk, where when it gets blue, and I like to I like to subject other people to that that filthy talk too. Like I I'm fortunate enough to live in, in a life where uh, 
the things that I say uh, have no consequence. Uh, pizza tank top, bro. I gotta, I gotta address this. Okay. Helping, uh, helping the listeners fucking listen to the show one by one is how we do it here at, um, at Hate Radio. To get nobody. Now, the last time we did this, we had like hundreds of fucking people because somebody, uh, somebody edited Wikipedia to uh, reroute all their traffic here. Um, I had a, I had a fucking. Oh, dude, I've got funny shit to talk about. I'm sorry for. I'm sorry for burning the first like five minutes on all that stupid shit. The uh, I'm in trouble, man. I fucking there actually are consequences to what I say and, and what I do, and I'm facing them. I I sent a tweet the other day. I got I lost a relationship. Okay, this girl uh, and I were were I thought we were pretty close, and I thought things were going pretty well. Um. Until I I got to tweeting, and I like to just you know tweet stuff and and say whatever I want to say, right? And uh, and you know, like I I do feel like there are no consequences, but uh, in this case there were, there were consequences to what I said. But let me let me figure out what the tweet was again. Uh, it's got sucking. And, it involves sucking and fucking. But now I don't even know if I can find it. Uh, oh no, I found it. Okay. Let's see here. Y'all good for a suck or what? No, I still can't find it. What was the tweet? It was, uh, okay, well, anyway, the tweet was something like this. It said, um, and I, I lost a relationship over this. Okay, my, my tweet said, uh, how about... I pencil you in for a suck now and a fuck later. And, uh, but the fuck is common, all right? And I'll pencil you in for a suck now. We worry about the fuck later. That's how it went. Just ridiculous shit. I mean, okay, zero likes, zero retweets, what, maybe three engagements, and one of them was her going, uh, what, what was, what did you mean by that? What does that tweet mean? Because we were supposed to hang out or something. And so I had to uh, first, and I didn't explain it. I actually, I, I told her, no, I, I have structured my life in such a way that I don't have to explain shit to people, okay? Like, I've paid dearly for the privilege not to have to fucking explain myself to people, right? And I live a, kind of an uncomfortable life because of it sometimes because I don't, like, I'm an adult. I don't owe anyone an explanation. I owe you money and nothing more, right? Like, whatever it is. Like, even if I really love you, uh. I don't have to explain myself to you. And if you love me, you should uh, respect me enough not to make me explain myself. So I got the thing where it says, what did you mean by that? And I already got my answer ready. Anytime somebody asks me that, I, I say, oh, let me show you uh, where I publish in my peer-reviewed journal, where all my fucking life people have asked me, what did you mean by that? I Was it about me? Are you unhappy with this situation? No. Fucking, it's how about it's none of your fucking business is what I meant by that. 
Let's see. Uh, <laughs> watch your language, sir, says Salboche. This is a family-friendly stream. And another thing. Hey, bring you... <laughs> Bring the kids in here. I want them to hear this too. And I told, and uh, I mean, I was nice about it, but at, I, I firmly stated that like I will not explain myself. And I did present her with my peer review journal article <laughs> on why I don't explain myself. And uh, rarely, like, can you can you point to look? Here's my peer review. Like other academics. Okay, so they sat down and they fact checked this. You can see that I don't want to answer myself to anybody, and and here's why. But that wasn't good enough. It was it was, um, and then that was that was the point in our relationship where I realized that uh, yeah, we're we're just we're on two different roads. We, we're operating on very different definitions of love and respect and dignity. And uh, well, guess who wasn't penciled in for a fuck that night? It was old hate sack. And his relationship-ending tweets. Twitter's fucking dumb. Venmo. All this shit is so asinine to me. And that it matters. That shit even matters. Like, you know, there are people in trouble over Google reviews. Their bosses come in with the shit printed out, and they throw the fucking Google review at them. Like, what are you going to do about this? And it's like one angry motherfucker wrote one star and a bunch of stupid shit on the internet about anybody can do that right but it matters like people are getting in trouble for that bullshit where where we run to google like they're the they're the nanny monster that's gonna come down on you like go fuck yourself handle your shit like a man and address stuff head on and don't go around asking people what they meant by that and and quit reviewing each other on google you fucking creeps and venmo is another weird one where you can uh, you you can like and thumbs up like the exchange of money between people like so and so paid uh, Annabelle for this and and there and there are people like thumbing it up and upvoting it and putting little uh, emojis on it like that was good like dude they're just paying each other money and I hear them on the sidewalk fucking planning how they're gonna do Venmo over like three and four dollars it's like I, I bought this for ten dollars and uh, you owe me five dollars so why don't you Venmo, Venmo me the five and then I'll Venmo you the five because nobody has fucking five dollars cash is the real issue right and then by the time they Venmoed everything like they can't even it, it's it's probably what after that it's like all in limbo like in a bank you know waiting for some three-day bullshit I don't know how it works and if it's instant then that's the devil's work right if it's instant, I don't know what the fuck's going on there. Uh, but it's so sad to see people fucking squabbling over a few dollars. It's like if 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 somebody buys you a five dollar sandwich, then you just pick up the next five dollar whatever the fuck. Why are you Venmoing each other three dollars? And don't say, "Hey, it's sec." That's you're exaggerating because I'm not exaggerating. That's that's what they're doing out there in the real world. Okay, I walk around and I and I see it for myself. And um, nobody wants to get penciled in for a fuck after they hear my Venmo rant. Uh, people are fucking tattling on each other all the time with this, uh, with Google and shit. And, and Venmo is just another way to tattle, dude. I don't give a fuck how cute it is. I think it's creepy that we're giving each other money and like. Uh, passing around likes and and everybody's in everybody's business. What happened to paying somebody for something and this goes 
to the grave. Like even if it's rent or whatever, like I don't I don't want anybody to fucking know. I just get I just gave I just gave somebody like three thousand dollars cash because I don't want anything on paper. Why would you? Why would you want a fucking record of any of that shit? Your money passing around. It, it's it's weird to me. We're not running for office, dude. We're we're just out here trying to live our fucking lives. Quit quit Venmoing each other three dollars at a time and visit an ATM. But sometimes that Google tattling, like it, it's kind of a good thing, right? Like we're uh, we're all like uh, policing each other. And anytime, uh, like Jihad uh, wants to, um, you know, he enjoys doxing the border guards and ICE. Uh, what do you call them? The people that rip a, rip families apart. He he likes doxing those people, and you should. And uh, you know, there should be like a like a page where you rate all the fucking uh, concentration camp guards that rip you from your family. Like at least this guy was, you know. He gave me an extra warm blanket or some shit. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is so fucking... Oh, uh, Meep Sheep from IRC, uh, from Russell League fame, and from uh, Encyclopedia Dramatica, Old Guard says uh, that we should end money. That And, uh, oh, he's also talking about the border camps. He said, I was just down in the borderlands again. Oh, and uh, GNAA, which he wants me to say out in full, and I'm not allowed. He says there's still a lot of Mexicans there in the borderlands. Dude, there was like a big raid. There was, um, there's so much shit to talk about. There was that big raid on the fucking, uh, on the uh, Coke. How's it? It's it's spelled something different. Cook. It's pronounced Cook, but it's spelled like the Coke brothers. Those Cook plants in uh, Mississippi. Now that's a fun place to live, you know. And then you're you're like a minority fucking Mexican out there, and like shit sucks for you. And then they fucking raid you, and then your kids are are sitting around uh, in an empty house, ready to fucking party, right? Mom and dad are gone. <laughs> you can't say, Beep uh, Sheep says you can't say Good Neighbor Association of America. I didn't know that that's what it stood for. I thought it was something else. I was at. Hey, I was at Ashurst's, uh MacFag's um, memorial here in uh, in New York City, and I met the person told me this is what they told me that they were the only black member of GNAA. Did you know that there was a black member there, Meep Sheep? Uh, for the audience who really don't know, GNAA stands for a gay. Uh, I'm not supposed to say it, Association of America. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so so Meep Sheep says he knew about this person. She is a security contractor now, and she had a real military vibe about her. She might have even been wearing fatigues, man. Uh, we've had three, he says. And she really, she, she took me aside, and she didn't, she kind of, like, didn't want to say it out loud that that's what she was from. It was, like, uh, almost like... Um, maybe not embarrassed by it, but she sure as hell wasn't owning it, you know what I mean? Where's my fucking... Um, did she mention her nick? I, I, can, I can tell you off the air, and I, she also gave me her business card, which was... Uh... 
hey, so there was this other lady at the thing. And I, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the air, but there was this fucking like vampire lady. And um, she was, I was on acid, by the way. I thought, how does Jamie want this done? Does she want it to be like cute and formal? Fuck no. I took acid and I drank like four beers before I went. And then there was like a guy there buying shots. And we got to hear all these like cool old stories from Jamie's past from like people who knew her and loved her. Like people that were like involved with her family and shit too. It was really nice. But then there was this vampire bitch. I mean, she literally looked like a fucking vampire. And she was hugging up on me. And like I'm peeking on acid and, and I'm already uncomfortable because I'm surrounded by not just internet people, but like dangerous internet fucking freaks. Right. And GNAA. And some good old boys like that, too. Uh, Subverzo was really... He was my wingman for that shit. He was good. But this vampire bitch and her fucking dark... um, Like, whatever she... Her accomplice or whatever. Her fucking... Uh, Igor was following her around. And she was, like, slithering up on me man i thought she was gonna explode into a cloud of bats at one point because she was just so fucking evil feeling uh, pushed up against me like she was and she was asking me these questions about ask her like uh you know like what happened you know how did she i'm like dude who the fuck are you i don't even know you man like quit trying to and she thought she was sexy but i i saw through that and um I was, like, repulsed by it. It was so gross, man. It was just so fucking gross. Um, I don't know. It, and, you know, it's a gray area. All the all the, the racist talk left over from 10 years ago is still kind of, like, built into uh, the way we handle shit. And, and I've, I've had racist bosses, and there's been times when I've protected racists who are uh, not even my friends, but I've protected racists who I strongly dislike, like, who are in charge of me. And who I saw like hurting other people, but I protected them not because I thought they should be protected, but because I hadn't yet had a chance to address it for myself with them face to face. Because one thing I won't do, like I don't, is is go and fucking snitch on them and tattle and go behind their backs and be like, oh, they're this kind of racist, and they they, like I never addressed it with them. Uh, so when I got this phone call and they're like, and they want me to talk and fucking ruin people's careers and shit, like. A lot of you might say that I should have done, but I just felt like, uh, you know, if when if I have to say something to anybody, it's going to be to this fucking guy, face to face, because I'm not going on Google and fucking one starring him, and never showing my face again. That's just that ain't how hate sec rolls. But that corporate ideology, man, they really want to fucking get a hold. You know, they really. They they wanna they wanna turn you against each other and get fucking gossip started and and all this creepy shit. And meanwhile, they're all like cruising around in their carpeted offices using words like serendipitous. You guys are rocking and rolling today, and like other kind of co-opted corporate cult speak that they've uh, they've adopted to feel cool. Like you guys are just you guys are killing it. You guys are crushing it. I fucking hate that shit. And and here's something. Here's another kind of corporate thing that, that gets written that I hate. It's like, it's these headlines that are like, we looked into so-and-so, and well, it's what you'd expect. This fucking smarmy, snarky horse shit. And you see it in advertising? I saw it on Burger King's uh, uh, 
trash cans one time. It said, you're welcome. Yeah, we knew you'd like that. You're welcome. And you're reading it in that disaffected fucking cute little I've got frosted tips in, in, in 2006 kind of voice off this these fucking corporate assholes. Yeah, we knew you'd like that. God, I hate... I hate that shit. I fucking... How am I supposed to go to corporate America after this? After living this kind of lifestyle, dude? How am I supposed to go back to that? Wearing pleated khakis and uh, and pretended like some fucking stupid asshole's jokes are funny just because they got power over you. I'm like frantically looking for the rest of my notes here. We're about to bring on Pizza Tank Top, bro. Uh, Dr. Troubadour's got tips. Check this out. Tips straight off the floor. No, that's not uh, Doctor, uh, let's see here. Um, oh yeah, Doctor Troubadour has tips. This is so serendipitous. The Doctor Troubadour's tips uh, this week are for being a stupid asshole, sucking the corporate cock, and surviving in corporate America. It says here, uh, tip number one is to be a subservient little bitch. That's cool. That's uh, uh keep your iPhone charged. I guess it's because like you're always touching base and reaching out and FaceTiming and putting the pin in that. You need a, you need a, you need a fucking uh, full charge on your iPhone to keep up with that horse shit. Use words like essentially, evidently, rocking and rolling. Call your staff a family. Refer to them as a tribe. Call them all rock stars. Uh, that is just. All right, so here it is. Tonight, the call-in lines, when they do open, you'll get to talk to me. You'll get to talk to Pizza Tank Top Bro himself. He's a bad motherfucker. He got his own podcast, motherfucker. And uh, they just—they actually just put out a new episode today. Uh, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. So tonight when you call in, it's going to be a pet psychic hotline slash customer complaint line. You can call in. And you can uh, tell us all the shit that you want to tell Google.com about us, but there's just no entry yet for Chronicle. How do you complain about the website, Chronicle.su, if we don't have an address? That's the other fucked up thing about Google reviews, isn't it? Like, you're, you're, you're reviewing real shit that is, like, in a building somewhere. There's people in a fucking building, and you get to put a one-star review on them. They're fucking people, man. Go in there, tell them they suck, or, and if you don't like it, never come back and go fuck yourself. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm acting very, very self-important right now. Does, does Troubadour have any more tips for surviving? Uh, let's see here. Human Resources is upset with me for publishing the Border Guard's name and photo. Yeah, thank God I don't have to answer to Human Resources because I would be in a lot of trouble for that last Chronicle story I did. Oh, we got, uh, I just published the horoscopes on Internet Chronicle. Uh, let's see here. Okay, we're gonna. I, I'm supposed to do a live read for Liebel Joker, and then uh, what else do I have coming up here? Um, we'll listen to a, a little music and, and take a short break after this. But first, uh, concentration camps for the modern man. Now, this is a Liebel Joker initiative in conjunction with the United States government. It says here the concentration camps come complete with refrigeration. Uh, these TV dinners, folks, are served. Ice cold. Okay, they don't bother to heat them up because it's so hot right now. The kids like uh, the extra frozen uh, meat patties and stuff. It's and the, the little ice crystals feel good on their gums because they're not brushing their teeth. 
So that's nice. It says here an attendant will be assigned to rattle your cages late into the night with his riot baton. Gone are the days of waking up at any old hour. Okay, this ain't your mommy and daddy's aluminum cage. <laughs> Alright, this is this is Trump's America. Man, that's a big fucking stack of hate radio notes just for nothing at the end of it, right? This is a shitty episode. This is a mad shitty episode. We're gonna uh what are we gonna do? We're gonna take a short break, and when we come back The Mania will be missing. Or maybe we're gonna add more of it. We're about to bring a fucking person on here. And we'll see what uh we'll see what he's rated on Google. Yeah, his podcast, by the way, is rated five out of five stars on iTunes. By more than one person. wastefully inflicted harm upon one another without ever once stopping to capture the essence of anguish until now in association with Liebel Droger Pharmaceuticals Chronicle.su is proud to announce a Terror Max formula created to maximize feelings of anguish distress or torment This product is proudly tested on human beings. This pill is going to have you howling along to Hate Radio, live as Hate Second the Boys tickle you with laughter. Terramax will thrust you into a world of grief, pulling you deeper into the mire you hope to escape. Or your money back, guaranteed. Dr. Troubadour explains how Terramax helps you lose control of your body and submit 
to the higher power of hate. I wanted to understand where do the screams come from? What is the source of the cry? I needed something guttural. I wanted it to sound like you couldn't tell if they were dying or throwing up or... I wanted it to come from there. And I needed a scream out of a human being so primal as to think he might rip your face off right there in the moment. Once held back by primitive research regulations, Dr. Troubadour used to test on mice, but their screams were not human enough. If Troubadour's experiments were going to yield the results he was paid to produce, he needed subjects with an authentic human cry. First, to perfect his formula, Dr. Troubadour tried apes. Too primal. Then, he tried goats. Too silly. So we thought, fuck it, right? Known for being a resourceful self-starter, at great personal expense, Dr. Troubadour secured himself a real live human being straight off the fucking dark net. This human scream was just right. <laughs> Only by fully understanding the human scream could Dr. Troubadour create a better, wetter Terror Max. Get your fuck on this summer with all new Terror Max by Leva Droger Incorporated. That was uplifting. Now I know what you're thinking. Uh, but Dr. Troubadour, I don't want to take pills every day. I get that, but uh, stick with the plan and you'll soon find out swallowing a pill is as easy as putting it under your tongue and knocking back a cold one. And uh, stop monitoring my fucking credit, by the way. <laughs> uh, I would accept not monitoring my credit as fair enough compensation for uh, get, getting it all fucked up to start with. How about that? They, they, uh, so I'm really excited that we tried to do this before. We tried to do, uh, the hate show actually has a lost episode. There's an episode that nobody ever got to hear because of the, uh, just the deplorable fucking uh, manner in which we conduct ourselves here on the show. But, um, he agreed to do it again as graciously uh, as a man could. It took fucking like a full year, though, for us to get back together. It's Pizza Tank Top Bro from the OMG So Random podcast. Pizza Tank Top Bro, can you hear me okay? Am I uh, fucking or sucking tonight? You might not have your microphone on or some uh, shit. Yeah, oh, there you go. Does this work? Yeah, it works. Works great, man. How the hell are you? Um. Oh, I... I... How the fuck are you, baby? Now it did work for a second. Hello. Yeah. What's up? Is this uh? Hey, is this thing on? Is this uh? Can you hear me? Oh yeah, I hear you. Great. I'm very delayed for some reason. Oh yeah. Well, you know what it might be. Uh, it might be that you're still hearing the show through the browser or something, and not through this sweet mouth of mine. You know what I mean? All right, so I'll fill the people in while you figure out what, whatever. So he and I did a an episode of Hate Radio. It was actually one of my favorite episodes, and uh, nobody got to hear it because it sounds like like I'm a robot and shit. And people are actually calling in and trying and making fun of me for sounding like a robot, but I thought they were just fucking around with me. So like in my stupid robot voice, I was like uh, denying it and fighting them and 
yes anding them and um whatever this is i can't figure out this app because i'm too old yeah these millennials in their apps right i mean everything's a fucking i'm about to move apartments and somebody told me there's an app for moving my apartment they told me that uh i could how do i put my bank account into it and some friendly people in a van would come and molest all my possessions <laughs> they come out here and no i hear you giggling i hear you laughing it's which is good because uh when i'm doing these by myself it's so delayed i'm sorry it's, it's really so delayed. delayed though that was like at least 30 seconds after i did it uh that's that's very bizarre are you on an are you on an iphone from this decade are you on an Android? Are you on a Mac top? Are you on an iPad? No, I'm, on, I'm using my computer. I'm on a, a Mac desktop. Mac desktop. Oh, that's nice. That's a high dollar system. Now I I hear that uh, that they've got nets around those places where they make that shit so that they can't. They just bounce out. Fuck. Bounce right back up into their seats and keep making the iPhones. <laughs> maybe so. Maybe somebody got hurt on one of those nets and they uh, and they added a delay to your computer. That's that's their. So really, um, you wouldn't have known that you were on a delay because this is actually the first time we've spoken through Discord. It's it's such a shitty delay that. Uh, Pizza Tank Top Bro from OMG So Random is um Oh, it's it's interesting that you can't hear me through the app. Yeah, you should be able to hear me through the app. What you might need to do is go into the uh, settings on Discord, go into your audio settings and make sure that your output device is set to your headphones or whatever it is that you're listening through. And make sure that you're not listening to hate radio anymore and he's also getting this advice on a delay too so the audience gets to watch us go through this together this is this is the uh i haven't done a hate radio in one month level of technical prowess here that we're going through these are supposed to be weekly but um i've been going through uh, a lot of shit at work um a lot of shit at home i i've started hitting my wife and, uh, and then I stopped again. So uh, she's real happy about that. No, I don't have a wife, actually. I've got a, I've got a divorce in the... Ma- Do you... Uh, what's going on there, Pizza Tank Top, bro? Is it... I think it's working now. Oh, beautiful. It is. Yes. That's great. So the people are just hearing you for the first time interacting with HateSec from the Internet Chronicle. How the fuck are you? Uh, I'm I'm doing good now that I got that little thing all figured out there these applications that these kids have these days man i'm telling you unbelievable wacky stuff it's so onto the web and everything yeah they get online and just they love to put their name and address in every field you give them they'll fill it out it's unbelievable i mean it's unbelievable you remember being in school and doing worksheets and like there was uh, something gratifying about like answering the whole worksheet like that felt good, right? And but now it's uh, you know the same. It's the same thing, but 
you've got these websites that are uh, that are preying on people's uh, love for filling Work out worksheets. Yeah. Uh, yeah, weird place the world has become. You know, these days, 2019. I'm so thrown off because of the whole issue with the sound. Yeah, there's to use a <laughs> a new new system for the kids. At least, uh, at least this episode is going uh, is going to work and is get, is getting saved and recorded properly. Right, I assume. Uh, Town. yeah it's about damn time you know i i'm really uh the monologue was so stilted and uh, disjointed i barely got an idea out the mania is at another level right now and i've gotta i gotta dial it back and like having you on here is gonna help that i think okay well i'll do my i'll do my best i i did hear you mention that you wanted to take phone calls and it's going to be like a pet psychic hotline, right? You used to you used to be a pet psychic. Right. That's what I was going to say. I have experience as a pet psychic, so that's perfect for me. This is I, uh, somehow it's right up your alley. Yeah. And, it's uh, a very and, fun time in my life. And I really didn't promote it as a pet psychic. I didn't promote it at all. You know why I stopped promoting it? It's because uh, creeps follow me and uh, they know who... You, like they know too much about me and I would rather nobody listen to the show when it goes live just so I don't have to encounter the fucking creeps. <laughs> and, um, you... and, and so that's, that's literally the reason I, I don't, uh, I don't promote these. Uh, okay. So yeah, I've you gotta be, you gotta be careful because <laughs> of the creeps, you know, because of the creeps, dude, I, I ha- I I so don't like talking to people that I shouldn't even be doing a radio show. Yeah, I was gonna say, how'd you end up doing this? You know, how did how did that happen when you don't even wanna you don't wanna share with the creeps? You know, it uh it it came out as a result of me thinking that I was right about everything and that everyone else is wrong. Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that makes sense then. So I need but to be don't... the only voice. Right, but you don't want anyone to hear that only voice. It's just got to be that only voice to you. Yeah, I don't. I don't like them talking back. Right. So they don't even need to be here for this. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> makes sense. They can catch the podcast and go fuck themselves, which is what they're accustomed to. <laughs> now I do a filthy show where I say ugly words like that, and something I notice that uh, you guys don't do as much of that filthy old ugly talk. Um. Yeah, we do some swears, but. I don't know. I guess just when we feel like it's necessary. We're, you know, I wouldn't say we're clean by any means, but is it something that your family knows you do? Yeah, they don't care though. I could say whatever. No, you like that's fine. Oh, uh, there's people in my family that don't even know pee pee poo poo is out there. Really? Okay. When I was a kid, my mom grounded us from saying the word fart. Oh, is that to... true? Yeah, we had to say foof instead. For so like for, if, as far as I'm aware, I was never ungrounded from that, so I still have to say foof. They said, "Baby, why don't you keep that foof to yourself? We're at the dinner table." Yeah. But no, they don't care now. Like I can say whatever now. You can say fart uh, now? Uh, well, uh, everything except for fart. Like foof is probably still I think I can, you know, do anything else, but as long as I stick with foof due to the grounding, I should be okay. Do you watch Fartball? No, I have no idea what that is. It's uh, 
so I like, dude, I like filthy stuff, man. I like, I like it to be like so absolutely filthy, disgusting language. And I like it to to be juxtaposed to like nice and uh, like pretty things. Okay. Because of the uh, the effect that I, I remember it having on me when I was a little kid. Like, you, you remember you'd be watching something with your parents and it would be undeniably funny. Like, it would be Chris Rock's Bigger and Blacker or something. But mm-hmm. um, but it would be suddenly, because he would be making an articulate, hilarious point that even a grade schooler can relate to. And then he would be talking about, like, eating assholes. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> right. So... It would lull me and my family into this like sense of safety, like oh we we can all watch this together. Then and then you know we're thinking about eating assholes. <laughs> and well, there, I mean that's it's 2019, baby. That's what you think about with your family now. And I I loved uh, the reaction that my parents had because like it didn't bother me. I'm like this is your problem. You have to figure out how to contextualize this for me because I'm not worried about it. I'm just enjoying <laughs> it. <laughs> And, uh, so you need some. Uh, you need some beauty with your duty, is what you're telling me. <laughs> well, we don't say duty, but okay. yeah. I uh, I just think I just think it's an ugly word, and I don't want that word on this show. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Now, on your show, you guys will read uh, the 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 thing is is every episode is based on a random Wikipedia article. Yeah. Right. That is correct. And so you'll go on. Now, uh, I I know I'm supposed to suspend my disbelief and everything, but are they really random? Do you, do you pick these out yeah. randomly? Yeah, we, we really do, actually. There's like, uh, so we have a rule that we each get to pick three. Three random, like we hit, hit the random link on Wikipedia. So each week we get to pick three. This is you and your co-host. Right. We get to pick three each. What's his and name? Then from the, Dirk. And then, <laughs> What's your name? Brian. And then from the three or from the six, then we pick the best one. Uh, so sometimes we've gotten two in a week that we liked. So we would keep one for the next week. It's still technically random. Well, doing it weekly, that's, uh, that's good, right? Because that gives you enough time to write the show if you want to include anything written. Yeah, we usually come up with some ideas that we know we want to do, and then, uh, but uh, it seems like we usually wait till the day that we record to do it all, so, you know. Yeah, I'm in a mad rush, like, before everyone, just rattling that keyboard. Yeah, I mean, it makes too much sense to do it ahead of time, right? Now, did you? Was there ever a time where you committed to the the premise that we're going to accept the only random article that comes up? Yeah. Did it begin uh, that way or is that just something you did? No, I, um I think it kind of started that way. The I had this idea for a little bit and then I, I didn't know other people had done it when I did it and apparently they have like some show in England did it. I had no idea it existed, but theirs is a little different than what we do. But um Fuck, I lost my train of thought. I was watching Jane the Virgin in this mirror. I'm sorry. Uh yeah, like the first couple, um, it was after I had the idea, I had tried it out to see, like, do you really get good shit if you do this? Because, like, I'd done random before, but... I've never done random. 
No, I I'd never done it with like the idea of like, okay, now I'm going to make a show about it or whatever, you know? So I had to like go through and test it out after, but like, yeah, like early on, it was like some of the, it was like the very first two I ever picked were the first two we ever did. So, you know, uh, you ever watch the Doug Benson show where he gets high with those people? Yeah, yeah. Getting dug with high, right? That's what it's called. The whole thing was supposed to be like an experiment. It was supposed to, he called it a social experiment or something. And uh but but now it's just him like laying around with uh porn stars and stuff. Yeah, just anybody. And they all get goofed up. And he and it's an experiment, right? But he so rigidly has stuck to that format of Yeah. Like every five minutes, like interrupting and making you talk about a legalization effort in Colorado. Or... <laughs> right. <laughs> Just like Greg Proops tell his fucking story about being drunk. <laughs> like, we yeah. don't we don't I, care I, about the you know this thing that stabs into a, the bottom of your glass bowl or whatever. Yeah, I uh, I have noticed that it is very. Then they were doing like some segment where they're reading off cards too, like with like marijuana facts. So, uh, because this show is so filthy and and base and uh, just penis, uh, sorry, and just uh, I, I don't know if it's offensive, but it's it just feels wrong, you know. Like I would never want my grandma to hear what I do, right? Um, that people the people in my family don't don't really know this that this is going on. Uh, yeah, I guess like I wouldn't want my grandma to hear. I I would agree with that. My parents, I don't care. They don't really. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all, but maybe like my in-laws I wouldn't want or like my grandma. I remember having to care about my girlfriend's uh, parents, what they think. Yeah. I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore because that's like a whole political thing. It is. Uh, I I have a very interesting story too. how things started out there. I bet it's a lot more interesting than the Wikipedia article for Lyle Benjamin Borst. I don't know. I don't, it depends on what Lyle Benjamin Borscht did. Did he invent borscht? Uh, like that famous Russian dish? He was uh, He was actually an American nuclear physicist and an inventor. So yeah, he's probably got a pretty banging Wikipedia article. It's way better than your story. But tell your story anyway. Well, uh, the first time I met my like it was before he was my father-in-law but um this is when you guys were just uh dating you like and the father dating yeah yeah um i was trying on a halloween costume at his house um but i was dressing up as osama bin laden and he walked by the room and he saw me and he fucking totally lost it Aww. and chased me out of the house and was like not in my america and all this stuff like that was the benny hill theme playing <laughs> yeah i like dove head first through a window into a car it was like an action scene it was pretty crazy that's wild man and then uh, yeah. the authorities must have seen you wearing that once you got outside and then you were in big trouble yeah i was surrounded um you know like grand theft auto how like the the sirens or whatever or the badges come up on the bottom or stars whatever it is it tells you like how in trouble you are yeah that popped up for me. I could see that, and it was like five or whatever. Yeah, However wow. many is good on the game. I don't. I don't remember. That's when they send FBI. Right. Yeah. FBI was there. That's that's wild, man. That's fucking yeah. wild, baby. 
yeah the feds rolled up yeah i uh did some time at uh guantanamo bay um i hear they're trying to close that place down is is that still the case uh you know they've been saying that for quite some time now i think I think they're going to stick with it. Now, when you were there, were they uh, would they rattle a little bobblehead Muhammad at you? Like the guards? Yeah. Uh, I don't really remember. I was just uh, it was like I was doing water torture the whole time. Oh, nice. I was really, yeah, I was really busy with the water torture. So now I hear that at Guantanamo, it, you can get you know from morning until night, they'll take care of you. Why they got waterboarding? They'll they'll put you over the coals. Yeah. Anything you might want or need. Anything your heart desires. It's, uh, <clears throat> it's a really funny concept of uh, you going to the... Uh, con- <laughs> it's not a concentration camp. Well, we got those. Oh, yeah, we have those now, right. But, uh, no, we're talking about that old... It Really, when you think about those, the fucking Guantanamo shit sounds like nothing, right? <laughs> I don't know if I'd say nothing, but... <laughs> 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 it's nothing. It's it's just a, a CIA little. But these concentration camps. Now that is I. Did you hear about the fucking? Uh, remember Ice Bay? Yeah, oh, yeah, that guard. Yeah, yeah, she was pretty, right? What happened to her? I know. I remember she was like. I couldn't tell who, like who, like it seemed like she had some fans, maybe, but other people were. Mad at, I couldn't tell really what was going on with her. Well, like, now what? she has this really quiet following of, you know, like 10,000 bots or something, or 20 or 50,000 or whatever the fuck it is. But uh, she makes these videos, and it's, they're all the time, like, she never refers to the uh, ice shit anymore. It's all, all her videos now are just her being like, I love my fans, and I just want y'all to go to college and get good jobs. She, she makes YouTube videos now? Uh yeah, yeah, or or maybe they're just Twitter videos, but whatever they are, yeah, and they're things like that. Yeah, she's like basically a YouTuber. Wow, damn, you got to take it. You got to take advantage of that viral fame, you know. I thought whenever she probably had a video account or something, and then that viral fame hit her right, so she was like already set up. Oh, uh, okay, that makes sense. If not, I mean, good marketing on her behalf. If not got to appreciate that hustle, you know? I bet she knew she was on them special cameras, and so she was kind of playing it up, like, the whole day, just making sure every pose she struck was magnificent. <laughs> yeah, really uh, sticking to the brand. Yeah. she's I- yeah. And now she's Ice Bay. Yeah. That kind of sucks to have a, a brand like that, though, to be Ice Bay, I think. I don't think she chose it. I think she just... You know, she just was a hot chick doing her uniform job and, like, making her family proud. Uh, not even a hot chick, right? I don't think she's hot. But but she was a very pretty face for those concentration camps there for about a day. And it's weird that she went away. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, did, now, I, I guess did you ever... I, I would understand. I would understand stepping away from being the face of a concentration camp, you know? That's, I'm kind of, if, if she chose to step down from that, I'm happy that she did. Yeah, she's, I noticed that she's distanced herself from it. Yeah, that's uh, good. Rightfully good so. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> just back away from the whole concentration camp thing, sweetheart. It's complicated enough <laughs> without you in here confusing everybody's fucking patriot boners. <laughs> Dude, that's gas on a fire type of shit. Yeah. That's uh very funny stuff. And so that all came out because you were uh, dressed like Osama bin Laden. Yes. It's because of yes. you that we have Ice Bay. Well, I don't know if I should be congratulated or what, but I... Uh... And so what did the dad do? Uh, Just yelled, basically. What did he say to you? Uh... Are you afraid to talk about it on the air? Yeah, I, yeah. So I got. Did he bend you over his knee and fucking give you the business? <laughs> yeah, the old wooden spoon. God damn. Yeah. Hey, one time uh, my mom was like hitting that wooden spoon on the side of the bathtub, like trying to you know scare me or something, and it broke. And I laughed at her as if her power was gone because <laughs> <laughs> the wooden spoon broke. <laughs> have you did you ever get into like well do you have any siblings i did later yeah when i was a teenager okay did you ever get in like a really bad like physical fight with them well, they were so small i would just throw them down the stairs and shit and they couldn't fight back okay it's like i don't want my brother once that when you said the wooden spoon broke it reminded me of it but crazy shit man we broke bottles of soap over the house he dumped a bowl of cereal over my head man that's crazy times my mom was rooting him on too because i was like the heel you know yeah so she was like chanted for him like marky 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 dude she was really yeah and so you were the subject of of like an encouraged abuse well i I guess. I mean, I, I started. I think I started the fight. So you had it I coming. I yeah, from him. Like for him to fight back, definitely. Now the chanting. I don't know about all that. I was watching these uh, Rodney clips the other night. You like Rodney Dangerfield? Yeah. He was saying that because uh, you know he never got no respect, and, right? Uh, and this started in early, early childhood. Having no respect from anybody, not even his mother. He said his mom wouldn't breastfeed him. She said she liked him better as a friend. <laughs> and I Man, thought, no, no respect. That's what I thought, like instantly. <laughs> even as a baby, he, <laughs> he got no respect at all. <laughs> Man, you got to feel for the guy. <laughs> You know, well, he died. He never before he died. He never once got respect. No, no, he just died an old fucking crazy, creepy dude in his robe. Yeah, a respectless man. You know, you live a life like that. You really don't even need respect after a certain point. <laughs> I mean, where's <laughs> Rodney Danger's field's priorities? Where respect was always his driving. <laughs> 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 that was his just, ambition. He, he set goals for himself every year, and he just had one goal every year: it was just respect. And that, 
<laughs> just never, never once did it pay off. Damn. So he broke the spoon over your fucking back. He, no, he, um. Now what was the most offensive thing you ever did to somebody, really? Like, it wasn't that moment, but. Like, um, where you really offended some people. Fuck. Uh, there's one I'm definitely not going to mention. <laughs> it's just that offensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because... Uh, not offensive. It made some people pretty mad. What kind so, of mad were they? Like, not like offended mad, but like... How absolute dare you, sir, mad? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, because the uh, context, it was all in the yeah. context. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me think of another one, though. Not offensive at all, just deeply hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Just hurts people. This is Pizza Tank Top Bro on Twitter. He says things that he doesn't mean. Uh, that he would never repeat on the air. Yeah, Try, I'm trying to move past that, you know? That's not me anymore. And you're not going to hear that type of thing if you listen to the OMG So Random podcast. You're going to hear more about uh, Acacia Kearulisin's plants. Mm-hmm. Or whatever yes. it is when you hit random. And you guys just commit. Yeah, well, uh yeah, we usually, th- I think that's probably what we write the most. Because that's like a segment that we do. So we'll do like, uh, I don't know. We usually come up with some ideas based off of what we read in there. Or just like behind the general theme. And it's not always just like, um, just like reading off the article. You know, we do weird shit with it too. Like, yeah, we had like some... anybody can read the article. Yeah, we did like, we got something called the Financial High Tech Station. Or something like that in Hong Kong. And we did this whole thing where we turned into like you're riding the train of the future. I thought that was pretty cool. So we had, we had like music and stuff. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We do some wacky stuff. You ever cool. you ever do anything with the Wood Boys? Um, No, we're dead. That's sad, man. A lot yeah, of people yeah. on this side of the Mississippi more than the Wood Boys right now. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad. It was fun, but uh, there's actually now that you mention it, though, it's funny because there are like three songs that we finished that we never put out. And I was thinking the other day, maybe we'll just put them out for the heck of it. You know, we're not ever gonna do anything else, but let's at least share what we did. You should, yeah, you should put them all out. So I think I think we're going to, and we'll uh, we'll play it here on Radio Hate at chronicle.su hell yeah baby hey um, radio we'll play we'll play more content that don't belong to us <laughs> we just I mean, found I... it downloaded it whatever you know yeah online these days you know it's the wild wild west you can just you can just put on fucking other people's music at any time and, oh, I guess and wow it's like there it is yeah what are you gonna do baby <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna come after me for some some money? What they talking about? What they talking about? Man, this is uh, this is hey, you want to take some callers? Maybe we'll 
open yeah, the lines if, and see what happens. If, if we have some, sure. Let's or like if we could get some, let's give it a shot. Let's uh, see if anybody needs their their animals, fucking red or something. Uh, this is uh. This is a blast. It's good to have you back on the hate show. Yeah, I'm having fun. I, uh, I am looking for Skype. Okay, the guest call in line is 917-675-4836. Give us a call. We'll suck your dicks. Can you repeat that? 917? 917-675-4836. Call in and talk to two good old boys on Radio Hate Live. I'll uh, I'll tweet out that number. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do now. I'm trying to figure out the uh, technology that these kids got these days. Uh, sometimes I am too high to even like navigate to Firefox. Yeah. Uh, give us a call. We'll break your fall on Radio Hate. Give us a call, one and all. We've got Pizza Tank Top Bro, Pizza Ank Top O. <laughs> I'm HateSec on uh, Twitter.com. The uh, the readership they they all they think that. Uh, radio hate like doesn't exist because we go for like a month without doing it and then we do it and then we will go another couple weeks or um, another month and then we'll do it uh every, you know a couple times a week it's, yeah it's, so uh, it's got a wacky schedule going on there there's there's it's... there's no structure to it there's no fucking routine Every time we do it, there's like a new audience that uh, is completely different from the audience of like two months ago because of how stilted it is. It's it's uh, kind of freakish, man. It's like a sort of like a traveling circus through time kind of a feeling. Yeah, it's very mysterious. Very, uh, I don't know, yeah. Supernatural, almost. It's like uh, it's kind of spooky in a way. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm kind of scared right now. I'm, I, mean, I actually am sitting in the dark for some reason. So, but I've, I had the lights on because I was I was reading the notes. But I I I'm supposed to do these in the dark. Is what my doctor troubadour told me to do. Is everything in the dark? He says. He keeps me on this medicine that is uh, that makes me sensitive to light. I mean, I can see really well in the dark, but uh, Terramax makes all the light hurt my eyes all the time. So well, that's that's too bad. Yeah, everything hurts my fucking eyes. Uh, it's the LSD as well. You ever right. try acid? Well, I haven't. No. Uh, you, oh, just, you gotta try it. No, I'm too. I'm too old and paranoid to try it now. I got a I got a friend who likes acid. I said, "Let's do acid together." She goes, "No, no, no." I'm like, "I'm I'm too old. It'll freak me out." Right. Yeah, I can't. I'm too old now. Got to that point where definitely cannot be trying like 
new psychedelic drugs. It's uh, it's never too late to try the old ones. Radio right. hate <laughs> like Chronicle.su. Uh, hey, guest caller, you are on the air with Pizza Tank Top Bro and Hate Sack. How the fuck are you? Where be my unknown person at? Sometimes they call and they think they're just gonna like listen uh, to the so show. Some, you know someone's what I mean? On now. Oh yeah, they think that's just how you listen. Yeah, because because I'm not tweeting links and shit. Like, I, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just tweeted the phone number. So of course <laughs> they they think, oh hey radio, uh, it must be some old shit like they used to do when you would call in, into a phone number and listen to the radio through your phone. <laughs> yeah, I remember those days. Back in the 80s. Uh, uh, Mr. Brain Dead says, Hate sec, miss your crazy ass, man. Uh, Mr. Brain Dead, we don't think about you or love you. No, I miss you too, man. It's always nice to see you see you around. You gotta, You gotta talk to me when you need something. And uh, and when you don't, Meep Sheep says the government tried to kill me with. Oh, uh, uh, he he said this before. Sorry, I keep bumping into the microphone. He says the government tried to kill me with dextroamphetamine and LSD. Now, Meep Sheep, why is it all the time you bring up this story? You should call in and and tell us your story about DXM and how the government tried to kill you with acid. I think that would be a fun story. Yeah, that that's a real story. You've heard him say this before. He's saying it in the chat room right now. We'll see. We'll bring him on, and uh, tell him how much we love him. We're gonna hang up on this other person. They got like a minute or something. That's enough time to to speak up. Yeah. yeah. Make your fucking point and get off hate radio. So it's not usually so. Uh, so smarmy i don't think i just feel like a cunt today and i'm like and i'm acting like one yeah i honestly i got pretty thrown off by the whole audio difficulties thing really uh really goofed me up there for a minute that's any new technology this is for the audience uh pizza tank top bros very first time using discord yeah and he th- yeah. he was listening to the show on a delay, laughing on a thirty second delay at eight sex <laughs> barn burners, and uh, and now here we are waiting for calls from f- apparently the mute community listens to the show. Right. Do you ever uh, you ever know somebody who couldn't speak? Yeah, actually, I did. Um... I didn't know him well, but he went to my high school for literally like maybe two weeks. And he also was very scary. You like couldn't was, hear him. Well, he just didn't even try to talk, but he's also like very aggressive. Probably so had some mental like, shit in addition to the muteness. I would think so, yeah. So it was... uh. Yeah, there's nothing romantic yeah. about real life muteness. It's not like <laughs> Shakespeare, where like muteness is all they have, but they're still like loving people and stuff. Like, <laughs> like in real life, muteness comes because like some other shit has gone horribly wrong. Right. 
and like I was in love with this mute girl. And, oh, really? And uh, yeah, I met her on Fantasy Star Online for the Nintendo GameCube, and we became friends, uh, or so I thought. But then she was just so aggressively mean, I I couldn't be friends with her. And um, yeah, what are you gonna do? Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Fucking mute people. I think the takeaway is that mute people uh, makes a good friend not. On Radio Hate, we just said a very ugly thing. And um, now mute mutes are just like you and me. <laughs> I don't have anything. Like I just don't. I just don't <laughs> nothing under- wrong with them. Yeah, I just don't understand them. That's all. I just don't know why that one was so mean to me. Are the other right? I mean, the only mute person <laughs> I ever knew was also very mean to me. So yeah, and I shouldn't upsetting. call him that one. It's <laughs> right. <laughs> that woman with muteness was mean to me. Oh shit! Sorry. Ah! I'm sorry, man. That's <laughs> that's on me. Uh, that's really the caller's fault for doing that to us. That's this. You're on Hate Radio with Hate Sec and Pizza Tank Top, bro. What's going on? Hey, how's it going, guys? Just uh, wanted to call in and see how your night's uh, going so far. You both sound pretty white, so I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> Just two good old boys hanging out on the internet, man. What can I say? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, just bringing up a few topics here since it's kind of slow tonight. You know, uh, what do you guys think of the uh, the whole Epstein thing going on? Oh, yeah, the uh, Epstein thing. I I heard he died. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, they say he committed suicide, but uh, I don't know how sure I am about that. The caller is skeptical that uh, maybe someone else came in and uh, killed Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I mean, you know about the Clintons. It's been some time now, and uh, it's been, what is it, uh, the other guy that died a while back where I guess they said he was robbed and shot in the head. They didn't do any investigation, and I'm wondering how much money is, uh, you know, coming from you-know-who to kind of silence these people. The caller is referring to a guy called Seth Rich. Uh, the conspiracy theory is is that uh, he was killed by the Clintons for having some kind of info, and now the Clintons, the the mafioso Clintons, have also killed <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein in his uh, cell. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I don't. I think he probably killed himself. I. I th- that's that's <laughs> yeah. a good way out, man. That was his best choice. And I, maybe somebody helped him kill himself. Like they said, yo, man, I'm, I'm turning my back. Your sheets are right there. Hang yeah. yourself or whatever you got to do, baby. Just for the record, none of us are actually blaming anyone for this. You know, none of us are actually saying that they did this. We're on um, the record. So if you're, right if you're listening to us, you know, Clinton family, uh, uh, we are not saying that's what happened. You know, you don't have to come after us. We're not saying that. We just, we, we're kind of curious. He says we. Like he comes on the phone and starts talking about oh, yeah, 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 shit. I'll go with I. <laughs> uh, um, is this Meep Sheet, by the way? No, no, this is not Meep Sheet. I'm a long-term shit poster on ED, but no, I'm not Meep Sheet. Oh, okay. Well, hey, man. I think he killed himself, yeah? I mean, that's like, that seems pretty pretty basic. I know it's funny to say that he didn't and that we live in this hyper-conspiracy world where all every conspiracy is true. But, uh... I don't know. I mean, yeah, he did have a lot. You know, he, he kind of went from 100 to zero as far as, you know, his financial means <laughs> and, then, you know, yeah. all the shit. You know, he was living pretty extravagant life, and now he's facing prison, so. Yeah, laying around in that <laughs> cell, like, oh, they, you know, I used to have a diddle plane, and now here I am in this 
concrete box. Like, of course he's gonna fucking. And <laughs> everybody like, wants him dead yeah, cool. anyway. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally can see your uh, your point there. It's still a little uh, suspicious, but uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, a uh, full investigation is done by people that aren't uh, being funded by uh, various uh, third parties. Yeah, hopefully they don't have a podcast and fucking callers and they're actually qualified to to handle this shit. Right, right. How long have you guys been doing this uh this hate sec for uh gotta say I've been on E D for a while and uh just, just hearing about it is fairly new. Uh, I you know, I I was a reader of E D and uh actually I contributed to the website a little bit in two thousand seven. Um the hate show oh, yeah, has been back. on since twenty twelve. Uh, it's not always been this format, and it's not always been, I don't know, whatever it is now, you know. But uh, it's it's been around, and just just been doing it uh, fairly consistently, like with the the comedy site Chronicle.su. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's like you guys, I'm sure, are well aware of uh, Zagger. I'm sure he's uh, actually live in the area that he's in, and uh, I've been been wondering if one day i'll be driving down the street and i see him you know begging for money for for math or heroin or whatever it was he was on yeah i wouldn't be all, all all that surprised to see him online begging for it or uh on a you know on a street corner or maybe like in a mcdonald's or something I, he's just on that path right now yeah yeah it's kind of sad you know i, I remember zyger five five ten years ago and not not too bad of a guy pretty uh pretty neutral but uh you know the videos of him you know grunting and shit are pretty uh be disturbing to say the least yeah uh i feel you man well hey thanks for calling and we're gonna take another call sure uh sure. fucking zyger on the on the side of the on the side of the road that's a sad scene indeed yeah no, yo uh, hey radio yes hello yeah what's, i'm sorry go fuck yourself uh go ahead me go fuck or someone else uh, i was talking to someone else they were they were behind you what's up man oh <laughs> uh, not too much as uh i heard that a call was requested from myself so here it is obviously uh, just got in from defcon yesterday was a very interesting time what happened to defcon uh mostly just a lot of drinking oh yeah yeah that's what i saw did you get a not dan sticker I didn't get a not. I didn't even know he was there. Oh man, I think somebody else was handing them out. So, uh, did, you, did you do any like panels or anything? Uh, no, I slept through all of them every yeah. day, Beautiful. and then I went and I partied with Penis Pump, and that's basically what DefCon was. It was a big party with the Penis Pump. Mm-hmm. It was great. So, uh, who, uh, you want to? Uh, oh. Yeah, so what 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 about DEFCON? You want to talk a little more about DEFCON? Um, honestly, I don't... Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything in particular that... Uh, well, I, I met uh, maybe about half a Russell League on my way out. That was a little bit of an honor. Oh, there you go. Uh, or more than a little bit of an honor. Um, other than that, really nothing um, of value to report. Like I said, just a lot of drinking... A lot of pot smoking. Uh, I think some cactus got in the mix. Jimmy's rustled? Uh, a couple of Jimmy's are rustled. Not too many. I think they were, uh, I think they were straightened more than anything. And you got on that uh, cactus, huh? 
Yeah. Well, so um, I drove to Texas immediately before DEF CON. And like on the same day, I got back from Texas. And this is a fucking 20-hour drive, um, give or take. I got in a plane and went to DEF CON. So I was exhausted as fuck by the time I arrived. And I was exhausted as fuck by the time I left. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, man, that sounds like a, a story of a tired man. You slept through the whole fucking thing. It, you were tired at the beginning and end of it. Are you, like, on heroin or something? Um, what did you say? Huh? Uh, I actually did not buy a DEF CON pass. I just went there to hang out. Oh, yeah. I've heard that the villages are kind of the shit. Is that is that uh, what you were doing? What did you say? You were in the villages, right? Uh, I was just... Uh, I was hanging out with people from the internet and that's really all that happened in Las Vegas. Did you get any uh, internet pussy? No, nah, that did not happen. No, internet cock. Got a ton of internet cock, but you know, that's ex- that's expected. You can uh you can get probably some really good internet cock on Grinder out there at Defcon, man. Oh yeah, no, it was crazy. Uh, Grinder is fucking blowing up. I mean, holes like, in the I got, wall and everything. I got some shots and stuff yeah i've uh i've just I've, let's just say uh it was grinder like i've never seen grinder before it i bet it was like that documentary bug chaser i never saw that one is it's, that like hacker wars at all it's uh, it's like it's the hacker wars of aids because these people are going around trying to get aids you know instead yeah, of like i'm familiar with it's just not the documentary <laughs> i am a bug chaser myself oh nice me too yeah so I've got. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, do you do you want to identify yourself for the audience who we might follow you on Twitter or something? Uh, well, my Twitter handle is at Cactus Doer. Oh, okay. I know you. You're a pretty yeah, good old she... boy, baby. You're a pretty good old boy. Goddamn. I am a good old boy. Jeez. What I, t- I was just in Texas. Yeah, you're a good old boy from Texas, baby. So what happened? The fucking uh, government tried to kill you with acid and DXM? Yeah, well, no, 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 not DXM. Uh, dextroamphetamine. Uh, How did you like it? Uh, well, so the first couple months, I didn't really realize what was going on. Because what apparently was happening is they were dosing me with it in my sleep. Yeah. And uh, I, live, uh, I live a fairly regular schedule. I work a nine-to-five um, I try not to uh, I sleep in until like nine every Saturday. I try to actually get myself out of bed most of the time and not be a piece of shit. That's but, nice. Uh, you get up in the morning? Um, no matter how much I had uh, drank while watching Load Radio the night before. Right. But anyway, so I'd wake up every day and uh, yeah, I really, I just, I didn't notice for maybe the first three months. And then one morning they fucked up. And I woke up, and it seems uh, they must have sent some kind of intern or, I don't know, someone new in there, because they uh, somehow they missed uh, my mouth hole when they were attempting to drop in the dextroamphetamine tablet uh, in addition to the LSD. And I woke up, and uh, I found these two tablets uh, laying next to me. And uh, so then I went ahead and took them. Because uh, I thought maybe it was some drugs that I had forgotten to take myself the night before. But the government uh, laid them out uh, for my... you, thinking, oh, this guy, he's going to see these in the morning. He's going to be so happy to see these drugs. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't, uh, like I've said, they had been dosing me without my knowledge for some three months prior. Yeah, that's a... But I think this, w- this was clearly a mistake. Um, and also, I could immediately identify that they're the government's drugs because they were the best drugs. You woke up and took the best drugs you'd ever had. Yeah. And apparently I'd been, they're giving them to me every day for several months. Now, this is a serious story, man. These are, these are big accusations. Do you have anything? And so a uh, fellow FNet chatter, Jew Bird, when I had informed him of this phenomenon, had done a little bit of uh, private investigation for me. And he was able to locate a dossier that stated um, a uh, previous government or details regarding a previous government experiment um, on a Mr. Terry A. Davis in which this individual was being regularly dosed with the same substances. Yeah. Um, And somehow there's some kind of link there. Or uh, they're targeting me now instead of the previous individual. And, um, you know, I got to say, it's not the worst thing in the world. This is uh, this is all real, you know. This is like film noir. Fucking yeah, except uh, except I don't know how this ends yet. Do you? Uh... So are you? Uh, you must be like fucking out of your skull crazy right now. Uh, I'm actually more sane than I've ever felt in my entire life. Are you on Zoloft? No. I, uh, as far as I know, the government's just gone back to giving me dextroamphetamine and LSD every day. Now, there's a dude. Uh, there's a dude in the chat room. Uh, I don't know if I should say his name, but he really likes acid. I think you know who I'm talking about. And that guy is on, like, a lot of acid all the time. And that that's, yeah. that's got to be a tough way of life. I mean, you did it yourself. Well, you were dosed am, every night. What I understand, he's on a little bit of acid all the time. Microdosing. Which I think is probably uh, an even tougher life. Because yeah. then I feel like that would just make you fucking stressed all the time, having that that constant feeling of just barely, barely kind of being there, uh, but not there enough to actually um, enrich yourself with the effects of LSD. It, he He's lacking the enriching effect of acid. Absolutely. Suffering. Uh, Absolutely. At the hands of dextroamphetamine. And LSD. I think just LSD. He could probably benefit from some dextroamphetamine. Now, why would the government... What's their What's their purpose in dosing you like they're doing? That's what I was wondering the whole time. What, what well, that's what I'm trying to figure thing? out, too. Nobody I, knows. Uh, I haven't... I haven't found any instructions just laying around my apartment um, from the government. I have found some from God, uh, but we can talk. We can discuss those later. Was it a Bible? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. It was a. Uh, it was actually Gravity's Rainbow. Oh, the uh, the nineteen seventies science fiction novel. Yeah. Uh, who wrote that? Thomas Pinchon. Uh, yep. That's a good one. That's a funny book, man. It, it's a super funny book, but actually it's a truth, too. There's a, there's a big monster in that book that uh, it, it's basically like the size of a crater, and they, these guys got to go up on a shovel 
uh, or no, up on a ladder uh, with a big truck full of cocaine, and they're shoveling yeah, cocaine into uh, this thing's nose. Uh, St. James Adenoid, I believe. The St. James Adenoid. Yeah. It's St. something, I don't know. And, uh, and what, what was the purpose of that? Why, why did they need to satiate this thing with cocaine like they were doing? Uh, I think they're just curious, like, what the fuck was going to happen. Much like uh, the government has been trying to kill me with dextroamphetamine and LSD. But wouldn't they already know what happened? Because they've been t- they the MK Ultra experiments and giving it to their own troops and everything. I mean, like, the human psyche is something that has and will continue to take generations to map and fully comprehend. So uh, I imagine, honestly, they probably just scratch the surface. There's all kinds of fucking like crazy drugs that uh, like we haven't touched in 60 years or haven't been discovered yet or just forgotten about. And each one of them is just 500 new opportunities for the government to experiment on its own citizens. Uh, This feels a lot like coast to coast AM right now. (laughs) It feels like what? This is sort of uh, George Norrie, Art Bell, coast to coast AM type of grilling I'm doing to you. Where I'm putting you oh, through the ringer, no. man, because I, I, I'll Miller. tell you the truth. I don't believe that the government is uh, dosing you. That's not what it said in Gravity's Rainbow. <laughs> I'm not. I'm talking about real life. Uh, you being in trouble with the law, <laughs> and the government dosing you in your sleep with uh, dextroamphetamine and LSD. I think. I'm calling your bluff. I'm not saying I wasn't. I'm not saying I was in trouble with the law. I think I was just a like a <laughs> random victim. It's probably because I paid my taxes, and so they know where you live. Yeah, and they just pick a random name. Say, so there's the guy. Uh, he happens to be a guy who enjoys know. calling into podcasts. I don't know. I gotta like. I'm gonna start Gravity's Rainbow for about the 18th time tonight, and hopefully that'll shed some light on uh, on how on. The how and the why. Right. And the because. And the because. But I already know what to do. What are you going to do? Uh, you don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm so fucking high all the time, man. That's I, that's tough. I feel you. I, I couldn't get the Skype open earlier because uh, I didn't know how to do it. Oh, well... But it's open now, much to our when detriment. Open, I had no issue getting the Skype open, and the government's trying to kill me with dextroamphetamine and LSD. So I don't know what that says about you, but so how? What was it like to meet Russell League? What did they do? Um, so I met them literally on my way out of DefCon. I was, uh, I was uh, like, get my shit together, or I was going to get my shit together. And it turns out uh, they had been in the same hotel I was staying in. And so I ran. I uh, saw them briefly. I, uh, you know, reconnected with some friends I met before, met some new uh, friends IRL for the first time, uh, gave, every, gave everyone a hug, and uh, then went up to my room, packed my shit. And, uh, and then I realized um, – that uh, I could, I had a small amount of uh, the medicine. If the government medicine. 
Excuse me? The government medicine? This is when everybody turned and looked at each no, other and no, said, no, man, no, 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 he no, is no, on dextroamphetamine no, and LSD right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the peyote. Oh, yeah, uh, the cactus. Yeah. And I, uh, so I went and I, uh, I had humbly gifted some of that to Vince in the Bay. Yeah. And, and I got in a lift, went to the airport and flew back to Denver. Hey, was that Vince that I just talked to earlier? I don't know who I just talked to. I don't think he would have called in. I have no idea. Yeah. I think he would have identified himself a little bit. Uh, yeah. He really wants everybody to know this is Vince in the Bay. So you, uh, you gave him a little cactus, huh? Yeah. Did you say, hey, thanks, man? Did he, did he take it right then, or did he stick it in his pocket? I, I mean, so I have no idea. I got, so I had to get out of there because I was real worried about being late for my flight. And then I got to the airport, and I was actually reasonably early because I, uh, I remembered that basically every other airport is significantly less retarded than DIA and less fucking huge as well. You just remembered that. Well, I mean, it occurred to me when I got to the airport and it, uh, I didn't have to like, it didn't feel like I was walking across a desert just to get to the first terminal. Man, that sounds like one nice airport. Which one? Las Vegas? Hey, the one that's going to take us out of this fucking story. What are we going to, uh, what are we going to talk about? More Vince in the Bay. Do you think he had a meltdown on your peyote? I don't think he could handle it, right? You know, who knows? Maybe it's uh, maybe it's exactly what he needed. People say that he's a Fed and stuff. That he has yeah, well, cooperated with uh, the Feds and everything. Well, technically, there was nothing illegal about me giving that to him. No, uh, I'm not thinking about that, dude. I'm just thinking about the general it, vibe. Has he uh, has he survived that stigma of being somebody uh, like a pariah? Well, if he is a Fed, um, maybe he knows a little something about why the government is trying to kill me with dextroamphetamine and LSD, and that totally slipped my mind at the time, and I forgot to ask him about it. Yeah. Uh, but if he is listening, he should call in and let me know, because I'm confused as fuck. And you uh, you handed him a peyote button? Uh, a couple of them. A handful. Like a good enough amount to uh, undo something. Do you have a? Don't you have a dog? I do not have a dog. I wish I had a dog. What kind of animal do you have? Uh, none at the moment. I, uh, I mean, I don't have a. I'm not saying like I live in a fucking plywood shack, but my apartment isn't the biggest, and I think it'd just be cruel to keep an animal here. Yeah, I don't. I love animals, and for that reason, yeah. I don't force them to live in a little apartment with me. Yeah, it's suck for them, and and they deserve better than that. And uh, you know, if I'm going to abuse something, it, it might as well be like a sentient, like a like another person or a human being. Yeah, like how the, like the government, you know, they let you uh, they let you think you have some kind of uh, like grasp of free will or control over your life, and then there they go dosing you with dextroamphetamine and LSD. Well, meep sheep, I wish you all the best with it, man. I hope you uh, you stay on the straight and narrow. Yeah, good luck out there. Me too, man. Well, you're a baby doll and a sweetheart. Thanks for calling in. Oh, thank you. And hey, death to America. Love you, Angel. That was Meep Sheep from FNet and the GNAA. He's a pretty good old boy sucking around over there at Encyclopedia Dramatica. 
uh, Sinep was the caller before him, the Encyclopedia Dramatica dude. No, you guys are supposed to be calling in with your fucking pets, asking this astral master. This is, hey, what's your sign, by the way? I'm a Scorpio. This Scorpio, he reads pets' fortunes, and you guys are not taking advantage of this. If you have a cat or a dog at home, give us a call. This motherfucker is going to read his fortune. Isn't that right? Uh, that's absolutely right. And, uh, I can't wait. So while we're waiting on a caller, here's what I think we should do. Let's read each other's horoscopes. Oh, okay. I've I've got uh we'll go to Wikipedia and select a random horoscope. And uh these these just came out. This is um Liebel Droker is actually a true master astrologian and he's got these fucking uh reads lined up for us. Okay, for you're a Scorpio. Oh, this is a good one. Cuz cuz you love sports ball. Scorpio on the 15th a cosmic boost gives you special powers, Pizza Tank Top Bro, to make important changes to the starting lineup for the Charlotte Hornets 2020 roster. It's fantasy. Wow. Yeah, I, uh, it seems to be some kind of like, uh, I don't know, like a surreal kind of magical power you're about to be imbibed with. It says here it's fantasy fucking football, no basketball up in this bitch, as you literally alter history as we know it for this trivial goal. Yeah, so you're you're kind of fucking with the laws of physics and stuff, the laws of nature, not being able to rewind. Somehow you're going to change the future here of the 2020 roster. It says you might as well gamble on it. Stay awake all night Sunday doing blow and placing bets because come Monday morning, you'll be remembered as the final boss of DraftKings.com. The 20th pays your escape into the woods, never to be seen again. You'll be presumed dead after a half-hearted search effort is called off. Well, here's the thing, though. Is every single Scorpio going to be like together in control of that team? I, Dr. Troubadour had not thought of that when writing this article. How... That seems like, how are we all going to get along? How are we going to run this basketball team? You know, I, there's going to be conflicting personalities. Actually, there won't be conflicting personalities because everyone with the same horoscope pretty much is exactly the same. Yeah. I mean, it's all yeah. been predestined and it written into right. the stars. Exactly. It's pretty cool that, like, your entire life just gets planned out by, like, what shape the stars are in on the night you're born, you know? That's pretty big. On the night that it's you nice. passed out your mama's pussy, the moon was exiting Sagittarius as Venus entered the whatever the fuck. So that's why uh, when you turn 28, you're going to be in charge of the Charlotte Hornets 2020 roster. Yeah. Look at that. Might as well gamble on it. Well, I wish I was turning 28. I mean, you could gamble on it. It's not gambling if you don't put down everything. Right. Yeah, that's that's the true sense of gamble. The old gamble. The old ga- call us at 917-675-4836. Place your bets on whether Pizza yeah. Tank Top Bro is actually going to read this thing's fortune or if it's just going to he's going to make it up like we make up these horoscopes. 
Are you the real deal? Oh, I'm definitely the real deal. Every time I ever gave a reading, like the pet owner is like, oh, wow, yeah, that's true. That's absolutely true. There's one time I got to hold the dog and, um, you know, put its conscience, conscious into my face, you know, and, and inhale it. And it, it was a very smelly dog, so that wasn't fun, but... There's a lot of fortune in that. There was, yeah. I correct you know correctly read it and uh and this they were blown away by your reading completely blown blown away and uh, i would like to show someone that you know i have this skill but you know if not that's cool too if you don't you know you can just take my word for it i guess right we don't have to demonstrate your fucking powers yeah i mean i should charge for that i think honestly yeah how insecure are you to come out here and just show it off for free like this I mean, I when I did it in the flea market, we charged a dollar. So, you know, yeah. really, really, uh, you're professionals. Yeah. So I, I really shouldn't be giving the service away for free. So maybe I won't. Yeah, don't give that ass out. Charge for it. Yeah. You ever do something you love for money, and then it, it feels gross and dirty? Like you shouldn't have done that. Mm. Kind of like sex, but with <laughs> uh, with like work or art or something. Yeah, I guess maybe. I'm trying to think of any like Woodboy shows we played that I feel felt like that about, but I used to write. Uh, I used to write PR for the university. Okay. And uh, that felt dirty to me because I was using. Yeah my very real talent and skill and applying it to this shit that just my heart was not in. And then right. like, I didn't care about it and I wouldn't believe it in the first place. Cause it's, I'm writing PR and that's inherently uh, not real. Right. I just wanted to write real that. man. <laughs> this fucking college shit is bananas. And I did. I blew the doors off that joint, man. I left them in the dust. Yeah. Yeah. You now I run Chronicle.su. Did you go down as the best PR writer in college history? They 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 look around the office and say, "I wonder what happened to him." They're still trying to fill your shoes all these years later. I vanished. College PR later, writer. You just vanished. Uh, from that job, I gave them a reason, but I did vanish. Okay. Uh, and the reason was untruthful. I've had more than thirty-five jobs in my life. I've done like that's a lot of everything. that's a lot of jobs. Damn. Uh, yeah, because I'm not even thirty-five years old, so that's more than one job a year. <laughs> wow. You ever been a garbage man? No. No. Okay. Uh, plumber. No. No. Huh. Uh. What else is there? It's probably about the two jobs that I know of. Have I ever been a director? Yeah, have you ever been a director? No. Okay. Uh, how about like a, a salesman? I think I might have been. No, I I went I did door to door canvassing though, and uh, there was like this business hippie who taught everybody how to do it because canvassing is like political activism, man, and. <laughs> 
he like wore a beanie and his little backpack and his fucking smug look on his face and his uh, hippie beard and his fucking vest like he's going fishing. And we would go door to door and he'd be like, this is why we shouldn't take trash from 27 other states, including New York, fucking listing all the states that uh, Virginia accepts their garbage to. And uh, people would be like, you're right, brother. Or sometimes they would argue with him because like, he's a liberal and I'm a conservative. I watched every situation happen. That sounds like it could have been fun, actually. It, so, like, it was for, bizarre. For a small amount of time. Like, I... I I can't imagine doing that for, a, you know, for years, but these guys, it was their career, man. And I would look at them and they'd be like, you know, all invested in it. And I'm like, this is so weird and creepy. Like you guys are, I don't know why I felt it was weird and creepy though, but it just seemed odd to me to like drive out to the suburbs in a van from Richmond <laughs> and, uh, and just collect money from people that like don't like the idea of trash coming in and <laughs> and for what like so we can lobby a little bit and then the guy at the top is just like that adenoid from thomas pinchon fucking we're shoveling cocaine in there like faster than he can snort it my buddy was pocketing the money and uh we and he bought us frozen pizzas with it every night <laughs> i couldn't make enough money to even fucking justify my position in the van <laughs> did you get like bonuses based on what you collected i think so yeah if you really hustled wow. dude yeah wow okay uh it was odd and um I, I but yeah that was that was probably one of the weirder jobs that i had wow how, how many jobs have you had not a lot uh, let's see. One. I think only like six. That's, that's a good list of jobs, baby. That's a CV. Yeah, that like well seven actually. Counting this. Yeah, counting this. Yeah, we're making <laughs> big is... money for this one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a big step in your career. Yeah, this is pretty big. This is important work. This, yeah, someone's got to do it, right? Yeah, man. Do you have a a child? No. No, no yawning child. mouth hungry for money. You can lay around on a podcast. Right. You just lay around on that podcast telling old dirty stories with your friends. <laughs> uh, let's see. What was my wackiest job? They, they weren't really that wacky. I used to be like a... I used to mix paint. That was a. Uh, that wasn't very wacky. But that smelled good. It kind of did. Yeah. I, I liked peeling paint off of things too. Smelling the paint. Those are my hobbies there. I didn't really do much work. I just kind of like I'd make up games every day. It's kind of cool. You were a gamer. Bad. Yeah, like just like wacky games around the office. You know, throwing. Uh, roller covers into like these bins seeing how many i could make in there stuff like that that sounds fantastic yeah don't know what a roller co cover is but <laughs> that's cool it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a a rich rewarding life experience <laughs> uh, yeah it was a blast 
That's got to go get. I'd go get Burger King a lot. I had Burger King today. Oh yeah. I was in Bushwick and uh, I, I was at the Bushwick Burger King. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I took off my old dusty hat and beat it against the side of the counter there, and I placed a order for my steak burgers. Yeah, you didn't try the uh, one dollar taco. I didn't. Burger I didn't King see tacos. Oh, they have tacos now. I think I think it's Burger King, right? I hope it is. Good for them. Yeah. Bring on the tacos, man. Everybody should be making everybody's food. I don't see why yeah, Burger every- King made burgers. <laughs> Where'd they get that idea from? <laughs> they're so good at it, they're the fucking kings of it. We're gonna put a little shitty dollar taco on the menu. Enjoy that little half hearted effort out of our ass. <laughs> A, a dollar taco. I would want to pay a little more for a, a taco, if I'm being honest. Yeah. From oh, a place absolutely. that doesn't make tacos, where they're really going out of their way. It's just like that's not a good idea, like for someone to purchase that. Like when you're thinking about like a, just a, what's a good idea to buy from this place? That's not a good idea. A one no, you don't buy the one dollar taco from Burger King. You just don't do it. It seems like it would make it give you a stomachache or something. You would oh, have to yeah. ignore whatever the effect of it was. It would definitely bother the tum tum, no doubt. No, I like uh, I like eating there because I I only you know what? Let's not talk like old people. <laughs> Do you like a, what? What are your favorite comedians? Oh uh, boy, um... you like Jim Carlin. Who? Johnny Depp is funny. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's good. Uh, remember remember that uh, bit he would do where he'd fight with Amber Heard and sling that full glass of wine against the wall? That was good shit. That, that was, was a funny comedy, baby. classic bit. That was great. Uh, who else is there? There is... Do you think he'll Paul be at the Golden Globes? Yeah, absolutely. Paul Rudd, big comedian. Nice. Uh, who else? Uh, uh, my next door neighbor. He wears a fedora and smokes a cigar all day. Dude. I bet he's got a real yeah. set of pipes. Oh, yeah. He wails on his axe a lot, too. He plays blues music. So, that's wild, baby. My, my, that's my, yeah, one of my favorite. One time I heard him get into a fight with his wife, and he goes, You won't even listen to one second of speech. That's maybe like the best thing I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> Is it? Do you think it's true? He said it was such yeah. conviction, right? That it must be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He couldn't have made that shit up. She definitely won't listen to one second of speech. How do you drive a man to? If he if he says that sentence, <laughs> it's probably <laughs> there's some truth to it. Something's going on there. Yeah. You don't listen to one second of speech. How do you have a relationship with a person? <laughs> not even one second. Maybe you could get like close to a second in at a time. How would we not, yeah. get through this conversation even? Uh, one I second. Yeah. He's got. He's a, he's you a ever, good comedian. I saw, <laughs> I, saw, I saw a documentary about those people that uh, that can that are so detached from reality that they can only... 
uh, string together uh, thoughts for like a few seconds and every few seconds they're like alarmed by their surroundings because they don't have uh, continuity or like object permanence so it's like they're all that they're waking up every three seconds like oh like where am i oh but like they can do something like play piano like they can play the piano and get through that <laughs> wow do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> no and uh yeah i don't now i don't but they just like wake like that's scary right that's really fucking oh, scary ter- terrifying Sounds like you're having like a panic attack every three seconds. Yeah. Oh, I'm dying. Or where am yeah. I? Yeah. Damn. But I can play the piano. <laughs> and that's like the only time that they like aren't freaking out while they play the piano or like whatever their thing is. Well, they're still freaking out, but it, because I guess because it's muscle memory <laughs> and, it's, and it's like part of their, it's built into their, it's wired into another part of their brain that just doesn't need continuity. Like, yeah, they're playing the piano. So are they just like screaming in terror as they play the piano? <laughs> it's sort of a catatonic kind of, they're just looking off in the distance, like as if they're remembering something, just uh, grasping, you know, at, at memories. Wow. Okay. I can picture it now. I know Hilarious, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's that's like watching... Carlin. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny. You want to know what I think the height of comedy is? Somebody just like fall like falling down. Like that's it. That's the funniest <laughs> thing to me. That will always be the funniest thing. Yeah, or if they're if they're starting to go downstairs and like they miss a step and then <laughs> they're they're whole fucking stupid asses. <laughs> Especially when there's like a whoa. Like that's it. That's like, right there. like you think they're gonna make it? <laughs> yeah, like whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> they fall down anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, they look like a just a fucking river of bones and skin <laughs> falling down the steps or the or whatever they're tumbling down like a bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's it. I used to that's think good shit. falling down was so funny. That I threw myself down a bank uh, for the entertainment of the entire school during lunchtime. I was up on this bank and I'm looking down, and the kids are looking up at me. Our school had just been built, so there's all this like stuff laying around, like pieces of uh, uh, the construction equipment, and whatever. And I went and tried to like push this tree down that had been. And the kids were chanting like, "Push that tree down," because they wanted to see something come down, right? And I was like, "Nah, I can't push that tree down. It's fucking heavy." So, everyone, I don't want to disappoint them, so I'm looking down the bank. You know, it's pretty clear. And I look at everybody, and they're looking at me, and I put my fist up in the air like like black, in a black power salute or something. Like, this is your moment, not mine, you know? And I throw myself down the bank, and I'm, you know, I'm, and I'm, like, rolling and bouncing real high off the grass and shit, like, just really hamming it up and, and enjoying this tumble. And everybody's like cheering. It was an enjoyable tumble, huh? It was so fucking funny, man. And I got to the bottom and I was dizzy. <laughs> and uh, that was a good, funny... And I didn't really get to enjoy it because I, I wasn't watching it. But right. I, you know, I did it for them. Right. To enjoy the fall because that's that's comedy. 
and the police were interviewing me afterwards and uh, like why were you trying to push that tree down the bank huh you know mr stuntman over here thinks it's okay to fuck with johnny's construction equipment uh, i said i don't know i just uh, you know i'm reaching in my pockets and i'm pulling out handfuls of grass and just throwing it out where my pockets are full of grass and shit and the cops are laughing their asses off and i that's how i got myself out of it by this little this little move where I fucking threw the grass out of my pockets. <laughs> how long of a fall was it? Like, how far did you, would you say? I, I guess like two and a half or three stories of building. <laughs> uh, it was a solid tumble, man. Like down that's a steep a, bank. Yeah, that's a good tumble. But I that's knew it almost... was going to be okay. Okay, but before you fell, did you do like a whoa, whoa? <laughs> No, I I was determined to make it look on purpose because I still had to be cool. Ah, uh, okay. It, it was important. Coolness was like everything to me. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, if you want to roll. Yeah, there's two different ways of doing it. You know, if you want to be funny, if you want to be cool, for sure. So I did. I yeah. took the cool thing, but also, it was funny. I guess. Oh yeah, for sure. It's still a fall. Still funny. Funny fucking fall down the bank. But falling is funny, man. Yeah. Falling is, is definitely funny. It's funny when... Uh, nah, we can't say that. There's so much uh, stuff that can happen with falling that you're not allowed to say anymore. Because this PC culture, man. We can't even talk about people fucking falling down and being funny. I know. PC and, police are going to come and arrest us. No, that guy who called in who was all like death to America and stuff. He wanted to bring us into his his crazy uh, attacks against the government and stuff. Uh, right. He said we. That yeah. was a little much. We the people. Like he's writing a fucking constitution on our show. <laughs> right. So I want this on the record, by the way. Like, come on, man. Using the Chronicle.su to contribute to the public record. We've contributed nothing for two hours here. I thought somebody would call with the pets. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I just... It's not a pet kind of night, man. It's 9.30. I guess not. On a Monday night. People are like actually loving their pets right now rather than calling to make is... jokes of them. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Like, like, call in with your bitchy little pet and we'll insult it. And uh, <laughs> uh, Pizza Tank Top Bro will pretend like it has a spirit and desires and stuff. <laughs> Although when I heard you talking about it, I could imagine like getting into that role and like really feeling the the animal. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you connect mentally, like you get into their their psyche. Now, know? how do you get into the mind of an animal? Uh, and are you like empathizing with it, or you are are you projecting? How do you stop from projecting your own bullshit onto the animal? Because a lot of people will do that. Like they look at their their cat or something and be like, "My cat is sad." It's like, no, man, your cat is asleep. You're sad, and you think that the cat is sad. It's it's just all about getting on the same spiritual plane. So you just want to, I mean, you just close your eyes and you just want to visualize that, you know, you can communicate with them. And then if you can reach that spiritual plane, then you can communicate with them. What and if you I have that? I have that gift, so. It's, uh... It, it's like a miracle gift. What if you uh, 
can't connect with the animal. Have you ever encountered a, a beast uh, outside of your realm? Not yet, but, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it happened someday. You know, if I don't, if I didn't get a very good reading, maybe there's a chance in that situation that I wasn't able to connect on the spiritual realm. You ever do a snake? So, never done a snake, no. You, uh, you ever do a hedgehog? Uh, don't believe I've done a hedgehog. No. But uh, dogs, cats, dogs. Dogs, yeah, for sure, dogs. You ever do any cats? Uh, you know, I, I, a little bit, yeah. I've dabbled in cats. Never, never for, uh, I've never received pay for cats, only for dogs. Um, but yeah, I've dabbled in cats. I think I do, I, 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 I do have the gift to connect with the cats as well. Uh, I was supposed to talk about, that fucking uh, mass shooting, but I don't think <laughs> I don't think now is here's the place to talk about a mass shooting. Uh, you ever do? Um, you think political humor is is funny? What about uh, political humor? Uh, I think it's funny. It depends on how you do it. Depends on uh. uh I think there's a difference between like doing it on stage or else like some other way. Yeah, um, maybe this is a better format for political humor if it's going to be there than yeah. on stage cuz people don't want that. Like, well, hey man, come on, we're like all out here at the bar together. Like, don't be a cunt. I've I've still tried it on stage, but it's tough. I have a new I have a new joke I'm working on right now that somewhat political somewhat about the mass shootings but mostly about austin powers so well that's not very funny i know that's weird it's a weird concept austin powers is coming back in popularity he's a pervert that um radicalized this country into accepting that being horny was acceptable and it's completely thrown us off our path like how did you know what being horny was before austin powers came out no oh yeah no one did i did i was filthy man and i taught the other kids like what it meant it's like oh you don't know i'm horny right now <laughs> You're like what and this was this was before you saw austin powers yes yeah way before this was like i was one two years old horny talking talking about being horny yeah i was and i was i wasn't right. just talking about it i was horny as a hey this is a public service announcement that says your crocodile turns you into an alligator not a crocodile this was a chronicle.su public service announcement from we eat and kid you, you do uh hey who are some other good comedians you've seen seen live yeah. uh hannibal burris is probably the best show i've seen recently i think yeah he's pretty funny uh joe para i love joe para he's a goofball um who else have i seen lately you come to the city 
Nah, well, sometimes. I live in Buffalo, so it's like, I don't know, six hours away. I saw a really so. good uh, comic open for Doug Stanhope. His name is Brett Erickson. He's pretty funny. Okay. And he's got, a, he's got a thing called Brett Bart, and it's like, <laughs> you know what it is. Like, like, like Brett Bart. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's pretty good. I like that. He's funny too, man. He's a he's a good satire writer and his his stand up is one of the best I've ever seen live. What's his name again? Brett Erickson. Brett Erickson. He's okay. on Twitter. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check him out. Yeah, he's he's really funny. I've I haven't looked on YouTube and, and seen if he's got shit on there, but I I know he does. Yeah, right. He's he's pretty funny. Uh, let's see who else. Who I, else? Oh, I saw I saw Chappelle. I love Chappelle. He's a uh, I don't know, like something about his first couple specials though, where just like I feel like that's what made me ever want to like make people laugh was after watching those. Killing them softly. Uh huh. Where he he's in the he's in an old limousine. He's rolling down the window of his limousine, and there's a baby selling dope on the yep. corner. Yep. That's burned uh, so, into my brain. It's it was so good. It was so fucking good. Hey, baby. <laughs> and the oh, and the baby was trying to sell drugs. He was like, dude. Yeah, come baby on. was selling crack, and it, yeah. And he said something about like that's how you know you're in the hood or something, right? <laughs> that was his. Even you might be in the, a redneck if. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you might be in the hood. If there's a baby selling dope on the corner. Yeah. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is one of the funniest people alive. His Netflix stuff was good, too. Yeah, it was good. It was definitely good. It's nice it just, just to see him back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like just to confirm that he is still alive. Yeah. This show was so good, too. It's truly a shame he walked away from it, but, you know, I guess I can understand if that's what he was feeling. And there was so much pressure for to make that particular show. Like they had every comedian who was anybody making a pilot uh, in the exact same format as Dave Chappelle's show, like before Dave Chappelle's show ever went on. Right. And uh, of course he, he got it because he deserved it. It was the best. But it's interesting to go back and look at the other shows that were that were like a comedian standing around between his sketches and then more sketches in that type of format. Right. And uh, Norm MacDonald did a good one. I don't know if I saw his, but I I really like Norm, though. He's another one. One of my favorites, I think. And he can never get a good TV show situation. It seems like everybody's fucking with this shit all the time. Yeah, there's always something wacky going on with Although, like, the new stuff that came out on Netflix, it, like, I don't know, I only watched one episode, and it, I seemed, it didn't seem like it was supposed to be funny. That shit sucked. Norm's yeah. Netflix thing sucked. Yeah, it was like he was just, like, interviewing Drew Barrymore, and I was like, what the And f-? it was like, so what? watered down and lame and edited. Yeah. yeah. Did you watch his, yeah. uh, did you ever see his podcast, his video podcast? Um... I've never really watched like full episodes of it, but I've listened to like the episodes. That's the funniest shit I've ever seen it in was, my life. 
yeah, those episodes, like, oh man, like the early ones from that podcast were so incredible. We had like Super Dave Osborne series. and yeah. uh, Tom Green. Yeah, Nick Swardson had a pretty good one, yeah. I remember. Yeah, that was really good shit. That was hilarious. And he kept ruining every sponsor. Right. <laughs> he had the man grate. It was this thing you would put on your grill. Uh, and it was like the perfect Father's Day gift. And he turned to Nick Swartzen and he, he goes, your father, he's still alive. And Nick goes, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> My father. And, they lo- and then Nick Swartzen tells this story about uh, Mr. McFeely, uh, somebody, uh, Mr. Uh, who was the guy from Saved by the Bell? Um, coming in your butt. <laughs> Mr. I'm, I'm coming. Yeah, Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> I'm coming in your butt during the man great commercial and so they lost they lost their man great <laughs> advertising that was their only sponsor <laughs> i love that i just doing something and not and absolutely not giving a fuck and the beauty that comes out of that yeah he, he yeah. was he made the best well we've we've just about sucked every dick in the circle tonight as we approach the two-hour mark of another hate radio. You got any... Uh, oh, uh, so Pizza Take Talk, bro, has a new episode out of the OMG So Random podcast, and you can hear him and his buddy Dirk talk about a random Wikipedia story. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. This last one was about... Oh shit! What was it about? It uh, the it's the uh, it's got Ivanka's face on it. I think it's some cups. Oh, timpani Trump. The timpani yeah. Trumps. Uh, but what was the subject from it? Oh yeah, it's about a solar eclipse. It's called Solar Eclipse of August third, twenty ninety two. So we went to the future, and we imagined that the Trumps would own the biggest fast food country. Uh, company in the country and their grandkids are are staring directly at the eclipse just like trump did exactly yeah there's sir burger did i steal your joke though that was it was on the episode (laughs) but uh uh sir jr is actually the president in (laughs) sir jr did you see that tweet that trump did where it was uh it was rolling the calendar back every four years, and it was like Trump forever, like permanent <laughs> president. Did you see that? It was actually the no. the president tweeted this. When when was that? Uh, like recently? Yeah, it was like a couple months ago. Oh my god! It's um, I'll I'll give you this, and then we'll we'll go. Let's see here, Trump twenty twenty four, I guess. And it's the president's fucking uh, rolling. Yeah, okay. I can't use. See, Trump. I don't know how to search Twitter. Trump 2024 rolling dates. Yeah, I think I found it. Uh, I'm DMing it to you. On Twitter. And it's, it really plays into the whole thing that that people are afraid of. Like, is he trying to make himself dictator? 
but it makes a, a mockery of it and it, it's funny and it's uh and it's also kind of scary because like dude you're, you're the president what are you doing man yeah, right what the motherfuck are you doing or like what do you think you're doing i just want to know what do you think you're doing And the, the hours are counting. Hello? Hello. That was pretty crazy. And it really ramps up. Trump yeah. forever. <sighs> wow. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? 30 seconds of pure insanity from the White I House. That. I can't believe I missed that. That's insane. Jesus Christ. Pizza Tank Top Bro reacts to President <laughs> Donald Trump Twitter. <laughs> he said, that's a yikes from me, dog. Yeah, that ain't it, chief. So I, I think this is the end of the hate show. Yeah. I appreciate I a, you coming on. I've had a good time. Sad I didn't get to do any dog psychic readings, but maybe next time. Some, there were some other callers, but uh, that f- fucking dextroamphetamine shit went on, and I uh, I should have told, told that old guy to beat it. You know, go tell well, your story to a fucking shrink there, fella. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's okay. We, I do hope he's okay. We got pet psychics to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> go get help from your mental disorder. We're trying to find out a cat's future. <laughs> Such are the the listeners to this fine program. It was a pleasure having you on. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure being here. And all the rest of you out there in Motherfuckerville can exit this podcast to the left. Uh, follow us on um, whatever you're you're supposed to do at iTunes and Spotify and all that shit. There's a website. I don't. I, I don't have to think about it. I set up so I don't have to think about it, but you guys, it's out there if you just Google Hate Radio and it's there. Uh, hate Sack loves yins, and uh, get the fuck out of here. And uh, I'll do these weekly from now on. How's that grab you? I'm out. Hate Sack out.
Oh, Julie, rabbit, I saw my 